My name is Larry Yelnick, and I'm here with Addie. Go ahead, Addie. Hey, my name is uh, Addie Chavez. I am uh, from Brighton, Michigan. I am Catholic. My home parish is St. Patrick's, the Father Matthias Salem. I am one of uh, seven kids total. I'm the oldest out of my mom's kids, um, not of my dad's, and uh, I have three adorable nephews, and one of them is my godson. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you for this opportunity to speak about you and what you've done in my life. Jesus, be glorified. Holy Spirit, I give you permission to bring up memories and moments and encounters that I haven't thought about in a long time. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give her, give Eddie the words you want them, uh, want people to hear. Um, let her have the uh, opposite heart and the love that Abba has for all of us so that when people hear this they can be inspired to come back to the Lord Jesus or strengthen their their trust and love of Jesus we ask this in the name of Jesus Amen Holy Spirit Amen Wow, that's nice. It's always nice to have a, a nephew as a godson. I know, I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I see you there at uh, at class, but I don't really know a whole lot about you. Mm-hmm. So why don't you uh, just explain your family, your background, your faith background. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go with the family first. Um you said you have um, uh, seven. What did you say? Seven? Yeah, uh, uh, one of seven kids. <laughs> yeah. And you're the oldest of the seven kids, so you're the one that gets all the uh, all the things to do um, of of helping out and taking care of younger ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm I'm actually so. Yeah, there are seven kids total out of my dad's side of the family, like out of all of my dad's kids. So like out of my mom's kids, I'm the oldest. So that's actually five. So I have two older siblings. Seven okay. Siblings. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely have. I am the oldest out of my mom's kids. Out of like the house, the house, the house fam, house family. Okay. Um, yeah, I do. I definitely. Uh, uh, do do stuff around the house. I when I got my license, I was definitely driving my siblings around. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Did they pay for gas or not? Only they've only done it a couple of times. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, typically, my mom would pay me back if, if I I was really taking them around a lot for okay. uh, a particular. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your faith background? Um, you're Catholic? Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. Do you go to church all the time? Uh, 
Yes, yeah, I do. So I was born and raised Catholic, um, and I and I'm still practicing Catholic. I go to church uh, every Sunday, and I try to go daily mass every now and then. So, yeah, uh, I'm. I I have I've always been Catholic, but like there has been a, a time in my life, my freshman year of high school, where I wanted to leave the Catholic Church. Um, because I was I was seeing and meeting people who are Christian and non-denominational, um, who were like very on fire with their faith, like more so than what I was seeing in the Catholic Church. And so I wanted for a couple months, um, I wanted to go to 242, which is the mega church down the road in Brighton, from where I live. And um, yeah, but that was only for a couple of months. My mom like stuck her ground. She's like, "Don't go there." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and it got to the point where the friend who was trying to get me to go was like, "I don't think this is a good idea anymore for you to come with me." <laughs> so um, yeah, so been Catholic. Had a little rough patch my freshman year of high school, but yeah, I've I've remained Catholic. Uh, so <laughs> very good. Very good. So, as a Catholic, um, sometimes it's uh, a little awkward um, meeting Jesus for the encountering Jesus for the first time. Um, what, what happened with you? Yeah. So my how I encountered Jesus it was pretty gradual. Uh, but before I met Jesus, I was very much trying to uh, be popular, fit in, uh, wear certain clothes. Or people like me uh, my god quote-unquote god was sports soccer was the biggest one for me um, and so that was all like before my freshman year of high school um, and like I said earlier with young life um, I met people who like had relationships with Jesus for the first time like for some reason it never felt like I had I met people like my age that had a relationship with Jesus um, and so I just kind of, um, yeah, so I, so I was like meeting people with a relationship uh, with Jesus there and I saw what they had, like they had like a peace, they had a joy and they had like, like a trust that like I didn't have in God and I was seeing their life and I was like, you know, uh, my, my summer going into my sophomore year of high school, I went to Young Life Camp, and they have like 20 minutes uh, where you hear like a message about how like Jesus dies for you and how He loves you so much. Now He has a how He wants a relationship with you, and so I kind of like had, I did that 20 minutes of sitting in silence, just contemplating like everything. And uh, the following day, I, I made a decision in my heart to like uh, follow Jesus again. Um, so that, it was kind of gradual, and then. My sophomore year of high school, um, Encounter Ministries came to our uh, my parish, and they had a healing service. And I actually didn't want to go for some reason, but I, uh, I somehow I went. I don't know how. I didn't have my license, so I ended up going with my parents. Um, and during worship, I just remember sobbing, and I didn't know why. I was just so overwhelmed, and I didn't know why. But now I know it was the presence of God. But um, I, I witnessed miracles for the first time, and I was like, okay, 
I, I guess it's real. <laughs> like, it didn't really phase me. Um, and then a couple couple months after that, so that was in the fall, in the spring of March, actually, just over like four years ago, um, I went on this retreat called the Mission Retreat, which was held at St. Catherine, Catherine of Siena High School in Wixom, Michigan. And uh, I, it's a Catholic retreat, and so um, there was one night where they like brought Jesus out for adoration, and I was seeing uh, manifestations of the Holy Spirit for the first time in my life. Um, and I always say that I encountered Jesus at this retreat, but like the I just had like a revelation that like He really is who He says He is, and that like every single Sunday when the priest consecrates uh, the bread and wine at the Mass, it like truly becomes the body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And, and like I had that revelation at the mission retreat, and I was like, okay, like Jesus really is who He says He is. Like the Catholic Church is legit in this because of what I was seeing happening all around me. It never happened to me, it was just happening around me. Um, and, and so that's when I kind of made the decision uh, to stay in the Catholic Church, uh, because I knew that like, he, Jesus truly is present in the Eucharist. And so yeah, that's how I kind of encountered Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, so how did your parents take this? Are, are they involved in, um, in any of this kind of stuff? Uh, you know, the charismatic uh, movement? Uh, uh, are they okay with you going? Or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, my parents, I didn't know this until recently, uh, but both sides of my family, uh, my grandparents were both charismatic, but I didn't know that. I didn't know what that meant um, growing up. And my parents were like that too. They were like very on fire for Jesus. And then like uh, around the time when like the recession hit in 2008 I was only like five or six years old when that happened and so um uh my parents faith kind of like dwindled a little bit but like uh they yeah so for some reason I don't know how they like uh why they wanted to come to that healing service when uh encounter ministries came my sophomore year of high school I don't know why they came why they wanted to go but um yeah, the following year, the next year, my junior year of high school, um, they both my parents joined the Encounter School of Ministry. So yeah, they were very open to uh, like me uh, doing what I'm doing now, and they're very supportive of that, and I'm very grateful. Um, my mom uh, forced me to go to Young Life, which is that Christian non-denominational group that like introduced me to a relationship with Jesus. Um, but also my mom forced me to go to a youth group at St. Pat's church as well, just to kind of have that like Catholic and like Protestant balance in my life. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, they're very supportive. <laughs> very good, very good. So uh, th so you joined um, uh, Encounter School of Ministries when you, when your parents did or, or when? No, so my parents joined in the fall of 2000, 2018, I believe, uh, and then I came two years later, so I was the class that, like, replaced their class. I was like, they graduated, and then I was coming in. Oh! So, <laughs> so <Okay>. um, yeah. <laughs> Very good. 
that's great. So, so what have you seen now that you are in the class? Um, are you seeing any miracles uh, firsthand that uh, you're part of? Um, you know, hearing Jesus. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, seeing the gospel come to life is very normal to me. Um, in my everyday life, I it's been I've seen so many that I just can't think of any right now. But I think uh, one of my favorites. Uh, I was I was in the school in the encounter school of ministry at this point. Uh, it was last year when I was a first year student, and this year I'm a second year student about to graduate from the school. Um, I was at daily mass on a Monday, and I saw my friend with like a big bulky like uh, kind of like brace on his knee, and I, I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, like poor Thomas, and uh. uh and then I was like, oh, like I, I should pray with him. But then I like never prayed with him. So Tuesday, Tuesday night, I'm like, Holy Spirit, if you want me to pray with Thomas, like uh, have us like cross paths at Daily Mass or something like that. I don't know what I said, but it's something along the lines of that. So I did that. I said that, Holy Spirit, like if you want me to pray with him, send him to me. And gives him a sign of the peace uh, that Wednesday, sign of peace. Um, and I turned around, and my friend Thomas is right behind me. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I think the Lord wants me to pray with you. <laughs> and so after Mass, um, I I prayed. I, I asked him, hey, like, Tom, uh, Thomas, can I pray with you? He's like, yeah, sure. And I, I did the whole interview process. They teach you, like, a five-step prayer model at Encounter Ministries. And I, and I did that. I asked him, like, hey, what's your pain at? He's like, uh, it's like at eight right now. I was like, okay. And, and then I was like, can I lay my hands on you? He's like, sure. And what was really cool is that his siblings and his friends uh, that were with him also like extended their hand uh, to pray on him. But uh, like I was the one leading the whole thing. And uh, I just prayed with him, did the thing. I think I prayed twice actually. And uh, yeah, it went from an eight to a two to like no pain at all. And uh, he just <laughs> walked away and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't feel anything. There's no pain at all. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, let's go. You know. Yeah, and I I'll not, I'll never forget this is really this is the best part of the whole story. So there's a bunch of young people praying over a young another young person, right? Uh there's this man in this like like bl- bright like blue shirt and he looks at me like, What are you doing? Like this face of like, What are you doing? And I and I just like smile at him and just kept praying <laughs> um uh but yeah yeah i just wanted to add that part of the story in because it was really funny like like the man was like i've never seen this before like he had that face of like i've, I've never seen anyone do this before and then he saw my friend get up and say i have no pain and it was all in jesus name and so like jesus was glorified and it was awesome <laughs> wow wow so that took uh that took a little prompting uh and um, the Lord put the right person, in, not in front of you, but right behind you. <laughs> yeah, I got shot. That is awesome. So, uh, did anything else come of that? Um, did uh, any of the other, did he want to come into the encounter? Or did uh, any of those friends that were around him 
uh, want to come into Encounter or learn more about this? Uh, uh, sadly, no. Uh, I have not seen them at any Encounter events. I actually haven't seen them in a long time uh, since then, but they, they come uh, to church every once in a while. So, yeah, I haven't been able to talk to them, but I'm sure they know what it is. So, yeah. <laughs> well, just just pray for them. Uh, just keep them in your prayers and and when you do see them, invite them to uh, these different conferences uh, that go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you joined uh, Encounter School. You're seeing the healings. What about prophetic words or words of knowledge or uh, mm. either one of those? Yeah. So, uh, one of the biggest things that Encounter taught me was I can hear God's voice. But uh, what they did before that was they untangled all of my uh, identity issues that I had before. Uh, that and first day of Encounter class, Father Matthias was teaching the class, and he and he says, like, if you're afraid to hear God's voice, you have an identity problem. And I had issues hearing God's voice. I was afraid to hear his voice and what he had to say. And I knew that I was in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I stayed and I just learned about my identity and the authority that I had as a daughter and that in my baptism, I'm priest, prophet, and king. And I, um, I, I declare that, like, still to this day, that I'm priest, prophet, and king in Christ Jesus. And prophet, the third one of the three, or no, excuse me, the, the middle one of the three is like the one that uh, emerged the most out of out of my time at Encounter. Um, so the prophetic, so prophet, like being a prophet means that you can hear God's voice and you can speak it to other people and you can hear God's voice for others. Um, and so like prophecy was just as simple as me reading the daily readings and I'm sharing with my sister or my mom or my friend like what stood out to me like that's that's how like simple prophecy can be or it could be like looking at a person who's like really really good at something and and saying to that person hey I I really see that you're really good at this I feel like that's a gift the Lord has given to you and I bless that um in Jesus name like it's simple as that um and the thing with the prophetic is uh, they they teach us, I don't know which uh, Bible verse it is, I think it's in Corinthians, I know it's in Corinthians, but it's like, we prophesy in part, um, and so, like, whatever I say, like, it's only part of it, like, the person is supposed to take it to prayer and, like, see if this is really what the Lord wants to do or say uh, into their life. Um, so yeah, I, I love it. I've, I've definitely grown in confidence uh, a lot, just in the prophetic realm. Um, I even, they, my parish has a monthly like adoration night and I've, I say I'm on the prophetic team, but like really I, I'm just the team. <laughs> um, uh, I'm the only one on the team that like runs it and like me, and the director and the, and the music leader, we all just like pray for a whole week, for the whole night. And I have the absolute honor to just release the guys doing in the room. And it's 
the greatest joy ever. So. Wow. So you're really going going to it, and uh, you know, involved in uh, uh, in a healing service. Uh, um, wow, that is awesome. That is an awesome what you're doing. I remember seeing you last year at the beginning of school, mm-hmm. and a, a shy young lady, and seeing you at the last meeting in charge and knowing knowing that you are a daughter of Christ daughter mm-hmm. of the fa- daughter of the father i see you do that and i, I just see such growth in you uh, i i think that you can go a long way what a, you're welcome i thank you <laughs> Um, what are some of the other uh, things that you've uh, gotten involved with? Um, you've not done inner healing at all, or have you done uh, inner healing? Uh, been involved? Yeah, so, yeah uh, I think the first three quarters of the encounter was uh, identity, uh, prophetic, and like physical healing. Like those are like the three focuses for the first three quarters, and then we got to like inner healing. And uh, they warned us it's heart surgery, and it definitely was um, on my heart. But, like, Jesus wants, like, his full reward in every part of your body. And that includes your soul and, and like, your heart and the more vulnerable things that uh, you don't really want to touch and that you submit submitted uh, and, like, pushed down for so long. And that was definitely where I was. Like, I was pushing these things away. I didn't want to talk about it with Jesus. But, like, that quarter taught me to be like, hey, like, Jesus wants to talk about that. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm really mad at him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and the teachers were like, yeah, he, he really wants to, he really wants to know what's on your heart. He wants a relationship with you. And he wants to, like, go into those places and bring healing and, and freedom and light. And so when I started doing that, I I began to like I I basically was cultivating intimacy with the Lord because I, I I didn't I I, I I allowed Him to like look at those places um, that I never wanted to look at with Him before because I didn't think He really cared. Um, but truth is, He does. He really cares about um, the. The painful moments in the past and what people have said to us that are totally not true and totally not our identity. He wants to speak identity um, into those places. So yeah, I was really blessed by the inner healing quarter. And sometimes it was a lot, and I just needed to <laughs> sit down. <laughs> but um, yeah, I yeah I was very lucky. We're very lucky at Encounter to have amazing staff who just love you with their with their whole heart um and i was definitely walked uh with a couple of the staff members um during inner healing uh quarter uh because it was it was just a lot um and i'm a little thing so <laughs> i can only take so much so i was very lucky to be loved by them in that process of inner healing <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome everybody everybody had an encounter the students and the staff uh, <clears throat> are awesome all the way around. 
the um, breaking down of walls, you've seen that as part of inner healing. Mm. Um, I, I wanted to, oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, some, <clears throat> sometimes when um, I'm involved within a, a, with a healing or an inner healing, uh, I personally get more out of it than the person that is healed. Have you found that? Yeah, I remember for a practicum uh, last May, uh, we had to invite a person. So I invited my old young monks leader from my freshman year of high school. Um, and she she has a strong relationship with God, um, obviously. And I remember I was leading the process and my friend, Father Adam, was kind of like the intercessor. Um, and yeah my i just spoke and my my young leader is in tears like because he's hearing what jesus is saying to her um and in those moments of loneliness and pain and sorrow like he was revealing himself to her and all i had to do was just read a little like prompt question and my holy spirit did did his thing and just like spoke to her and it was it's powerful, like, because it wasn't me at all, which is the nice part. Like, that's, but it always is. It's, not, it's never you. It's always the Lord. It's always the Holy Spirit. And so just being like that vessel uh, to bring about that healing and, and like that in places of wilderness was like incredible. And there's no way that my hands could ever do that in a million years. Like, it's, it's Jesus' hands. And so, yeah. It was just incredible. Like I, I would just say things, and people would just be so moved. Um, but I was just rigging the prompts, and <laughs> so that's you're, it. You're hearing the Lord, mm-hmm. you're, and you're just repeating what the Lord is telling you. That is so awesome. I have uh, one other question here. Yeah. We're coming up to the last uh, eight weeks weeks of our class. What are you planning on doing with this when we're done? Mm, yeah, I'm still I'm still discerning with the Lord where He wants me to go next. Um, but definitely that uh, once a month adoration uh, night at my parish, I, I definitely um, will be doing more of that. Know, running the prophetic realm for them. Um, yeah, I think I'm not really sure uh, what the Lord wants me to do next. I, I feel like He wants to still afford me more than me actually like be in ministry for Him, uh, which is kind of alarming uh, because like I'm in a school of ministry, but like to be honest, Encounter has taught me things that I plan on using for the rest of my life. So I was basically like going through like life school um, the last two years at Encounter. Uh, I did it right after I graduated high school. So um, yeah, so I'm I'm not like, I don't have a solid answer for you, but like I'm not too, too worried about it because the Lord, he's gonna take me somewhere. And so it's just figuring out like how and what right now, so. You're going to be uh, available to the Lord. Yes, for sure. <laughs> that is awesome. Do you have anything 
final things you want to say? Uh, we've still got a couple more minutes. Uh, do you have anything that you want to add to this? Yeah. Uh, something that uh, has been a huge blessing to me um, just in my relationship with the Lord is that uh, He only wants my heart. Like, if I give Him my heart, that's that's all He really wants. Uh, and I had a moment where I was re- just really struggling with the Lord uh, last year. And I was I was watching like a, a video of the Chosen, the the, the Christian uh, series, the Chosen. I, it had nothing to do with context of what I heard God saying to me, but like God, the only thing God I heard God saying to me, I was in my car and I was just so like overwhelmed, and upset by what was happening in my life. Um, I I just heard uh, Abba Father say like I just want your heart. Like, I just want your heart. And uh, people always tell me, like, oh, like, I love your faith. Or, like, how can I be more like you um, in, in my relationship with God? And I'm like, I, I tell them, just give him your heart. And, like, going back to inner healing, like, we're like, oh, give him our hearts. Like, are you sure he wants that? Like, no, he died for that. He wants that. Um, that it, giving him your heart uh, creates that intimacy and that oneness that like he always wanted from the beginning in the garden so yeah that's all I have to say is like just give him your heart even good time to bad um yeah just give him your heart so that's all I have to say <laughs> <laughs> Eddie I'll tell you something I am so glad that uh you reached out today to to um make this zoom call and to um, to go ahead and do this testimonial that that people can be hearing anytime uh, not now but now and for a long time to come and um, I just uh, want to say that um, uh, I'm not sure if you're the youngest person in uh, in encounter school of this class but you have uh, really surpassed a lot of the of us older people in what uh, where you, from where you started to where you are now and i applaud you and i thank you for being a friend and a classmate um you're welcome thank you for being you all the time okay. <laughs> it's um Let's end with a uh, a short prayer. That um, you know, and I, I'm I'm hoping that when people hear Addie uh, go through this talk, realizing that um, uh, you are um, you know coming you know coming to to them maybe 10 years from now uh, maybe maybe a 10 minutes after it's uh, put on uh, onto the uh, uh, Spotify but people are going to hear this do you have any final thoughts to them and encouragement that the Lord is telling you to give it's not me uh, I don't want to be the one doing it I want you to be able to do this Eddie yeah I'll 
I'll go into my uh, prayer zone for a second. pause is, is Addie and I just praying for the Lord to give the right words to you to encourage you to turn around, get stronger with Jesus or turn around and come to Jesus. Mm -hmm. he, wants, he wants us all together. A healing is for uh, is a sign if you're driving down the highway and you see uh, Detroit uh, 45 miles uh, it doesn't mean you stop there and you're saying you're in Detroit no you're 45 miles away it's a sign the sign is to get you the, the listener to turn around and come closer to, uh, to Jesus to come turn around and be longing to be with Jesus for all eternity. Yeah. That that it's souls that are more important than what happens to our bodies. I know I'm a whole lot older than Addie and I will be with the Lord probably hopefully much sooner than than Addie and she will continue on and I'm hoping that she will be a beacon of light for you. Amen. So the, the word, the encouragement that I'm giving from the Lord is that uh, you were made to stand out, not blend in. Um, if there's any young people uh, listening to this podcast, uh, or if you know a young person, um, we, we kind of got it uh, all mixed up. Um, we feel like we're supposed to blend in to be someone. No, you're made to stand out. Um, the word holy uh, means different. I, I feel like my, my generation, uh, we want it to be different. We want to make our mark on the world. Um, and that's great in a sense, but you can't do that by trying to be one with the world. You need to, I encourage you, to not do that and, um, and just know that like if you're a baptized Christian you're holy you're different you already stand out um, and, and to not be afraid of that thank you Eddie for more testimonials like this follow me encounter Jesus within us here on Spotify thank you and God bless